<laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I'm turning. Oh, college is recording the call. Yeah. Is that like a is that an inbuilt feature in Skype these days? To record calls, yeah. Well, it's been oh. it's been there forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I see. It makes this very convenient. Yeah, right. Yeah. Free podcast episodes. Yeah, free catching up with friends and having people be able to listen to it at some point, or me <laughs> listen back to it again. That's I think just nice, you know. That. Yeah. I think like it's such a nice advantage that no one listens to the podcast yet because I can just be more. I can just say more of whatever I think. <laughs> like, like knowing like if people at work are listening to my to what I'm saying or anything like that, it just I think limits what I think I can be, you know. Yeah. But then again, I need to just be myself uh, unapologetically all the time. And that's mm. something, it's a lesson we all need to learn, I guess. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, man, well, here I am. Nonetheless, nonetheless it's uh, such a such a good practice, really. Almost almost envious. Although I know <laughs> it, it, it takes it takes a lot from you, in a sense, like keeping it up all the time, every, every week. Mm. But... I'm sure it gives so much back. Well, I know, I know it does. Sometimes I sit down and I'm like, "What the fuck did I decide to do to myself?" <laughs> <laughs> really? Then ten minutes later, it's like, "Oh, oh, right, oh, right." Yeah. Okay, th- there you are. Tell me about the new work. Let's start there. That's pretty cool, man. At first, I have to tell you that I'm eating cookies with milk. That's oh. pretty awesome. Keto, full strength. <laughs> Are you kissing right now? Yeah. Oh fuck your life, man. <laughs> I know. It's a it's a trade off I've I've accepted. <laughs> I, I I mean utilizing sugar in the right way I found is is just nice. You know, like mm. I came I came back from um, grappling this morning, eleven yeah. in the morning. Now that I have work, I actually have a routine. So I wake up usually between six and seven and go to work to like six and then sometimes i train after work but uh i decided to go today because like i was awake by like 8 30 and i'm never awake on the weekend that early like never mm-hmm. um but it's nice you know to to go in the morning and just you know you start beating people up basically yeah uh, first thing in the morning and then you continue your day with that momentum and and it's, i find it very Man, like the grappling thing is taking a lot of my brain. Like I, I'd be sitting down, and I'd be thinking, like, okay, like I'm on the floor now, and this guy's coming at me. What, like, how can I move to the right and twist myself in a way to catch him, and then twist him around and then have him submit? You know, and and yeah. uh, it's it's so nice because you see how you can flow with the movement of your body against the flow of someone else. And I can see like, okay, like if I put my leg under here and then I twist my arm to the left and I can roll to the right and continue from there, you know. And I think like having that type of playground where it's relatively very safe because you're playing with, with people who really genuinely don't want to hurt you. And if they're better than you, they're, they'll usually tell you what to do. Mm. And I'm just finding that, you know, okay, I leave class with like my elbow hurting or like parts of my body hurting and that I didn't know could hurt. Like for example, two weeks ago, my lower back, like very, very, very low on my back, a bit to the left, um, 
it it just hurt. You know, if I wanted to kneel down and pick something up, I I couldn't just kneel forward. I had to drop like my knees down, and then uh, pick it up. Oh, wow. So like like I had that part really really hurt, and I it it limited my mobility big time. But then like my, in a sense, I started being more aware of how straight my back is constantly, and I I was stretching like crazy to to get it to stop. And I asked my one of the trainers, and he told me, yeah, just that your muscle is probably really weak. And one of the positions that I really like to to follow is being on the floor. And because usually people are heavier than I am, I'm 65 kilograms right now, maybe 66. I've been that for like the past three, four years. Um, and you have this bigger guy on top of you. What I usually do is I pull my legs up somehow and and wrap my legs around their heads, you know, and and twist mm-hmm. them from there. So with that, I have I have like my back is. So my hips are very close to my chest or shoulders, you know, like I'm I'm being squeezed and folded and I have all of this person's weight on that area of my back so of course it's gonna hurt uh for two weeks it hurt like a bitch but I I you know kept persevering I stopped you know I didn't judge myself and I stopped going to, to class as often because I needed this shit to heal because this is something I want to do sustainably and for a long time now now like it stopped hurting I went again and then like it started hurting then I went again and like every three days it stops hurting and then mm-hmm. it hurts the second I go. So today I went, and I finished class, and like I was in that position a few more times, and it, it like I could feel the spot, but it just didn't hurt anymore. It's just like okay, it, it got stronger this this part, because I really like this position, and if I have to like let go of that, I lose a lot of the edge that I currently have with bigger opponents. At least that's what I think. You know, it's nice that it gets you thinking this way about your body, this other person's body, and how you're, like. Like today, I was I was in a weird position, and I just instinctively knew like this guy is going to grab my hand and put me in an arm lock. That's that's the only like path he can flow towards. And right before he started going into the arm lock position, I just twisted my legs, held my arm, and pushed his shoulder away from from grabbing my my hand. And he couldn't grab, he couldn't put me in an arm lock. But it's like how. Like any second, any difference, any like your intuition is on fire, and like all of these small nuances of movement that are happening around you at the same time, you have to be so aware of all of them and and just know how to react quickly enough. And it's constantly changing. Like okay, now I couldn't let him get into an arm lock. He's going to change into another position and fuck me up in another way. You know, I'm gonna fuck him up. So it's just like my brain likes it. Everything in my being likes it. I feel like my body is being stretched and damaged in a way that it hasn't been before, and I love that. I'm just really happy about it, man. Like it's making me feel more in tune. If I'm ever like sometimes, like the other day, I was just fucking angry, and I I just went, you know, I I knew like on the way, like I don't know what to expect when I go there, but I know I'm gonna take all of my clothes off. I'm mean, like I'm gonna go there without my my the pants that I always wear or the t-shirts that I always wear or my shoes. Or my bracelet, or my watch. You're not wearing any of these things. You you go there and you're you're you put your like character or ego in a in a box, and then you you go and you're just like everyone else. You're wearing the same t-shirt, the t-shirt of the club, and you're you're going at it and with love and respect. You're just pushing against this motherfucker that you want to choke. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that 
find that just really nice. Yeah, it's a it's a spot that has everything really. It's so much going on mentally. It's it's like chess with yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I've heard that I've heard that um, metaphor before, and just the first time I went went grappling, it was Wh just when did you okay. when did you start? Like uh, two weeks ago. Two okay. weeks ago. So you started two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, like, not not long at all. You never did it before, so. No, no. Okay. Um, looking looking but, forward to. But yeah, to just our like match. the first fifteen minutes in, I just oh, now I know what they mean. Now I know exactly <laughs> what they mean. There's so much going on and so many moves, and at the same time, it's basically very straining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like two minutes of full time wrestling, full on wrestling. It's yeah. you're you're gassed. You're gassed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just nice. doesn't doesn't look like much. You aren't like you aren't moving. You aren't running. Yeah. You aren't. You're moving a great distance, but when every part, every part of your body is <laughs> resisting and straining, it's it takes a toll very fast. And imagine when everyone's heavier than you, heavier than you, like most of the time. It's just uh, yeah, sixty-six kilos. That's that's light. How how much do you weigh? Seventy-seven. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, it's strange. But you lost uh, a bit of weight last time I saw you. I yeah, yeah. I think I was maybe around. Still, still way over seventy back then, though, like seventy-two, seventy-three. Uh, but yeah, about like um, actually, the way I got started was quite surprising, really, because mm. Victor he started doing karate. Karate. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Karate. 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 Yeah. Uh, in the start of the year. How do you say it in Finnish? Karate. <laughs> I guess that's pretty close to the Japanese style. Well, whatever. Uh, so he told me... <laughs> he told me that I should join him in the basic course. And that got me thinking, like, yeah, actually, martial arts is something I've, I've been missing from my life mm. for some months now. So why not? Why the hell not? So I went once. And it was okay, but... I also concluded quite fast that it's it's way it's, it's way too formal. Way too formal. <laughs> I concluded quite quickly that this yeah, shit is not for me. It's not for me. It could be. It could be. But at this at this point in time, no, not quite. I need something more more concrete. Um, but you want to actually uh, like face someone. I think with karate, most of the time you're not actually facing against anyone. Yeah, it's it's very based on those uh, series of movements that you. Yeah. Hone and hone and hone, thousands of times, and that, there's a, there's a point to it. There's a philosophy to it that's very rich, mm -hmm. but that's not what I what I need right now. <laughs> uh, but but it did get me thinking. Like thanks to Victor for that, it did get me thinking. Like I I do I do want something martial in my life. Um. So then I I looked up some alternatives, and lo and behold, the same place I went last year for Krav Maga. Mm. They just had an MMA basic course starting. So I went there once. It was a lot of grappling and I just... It clicked it's fucking right away. Amazing, right? And then like a final final, uh, final fork in the road. I then found this another place that was a lot cheaper and that also had a lot more a lot more classes. But that's so only like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So then I started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu there. 
But I do want to get like the basics, at least the basics of strikes and blocking as well. Yeah, yeah what, what what would you say are the main differences between jujitsu? And now I, I realize that your name is Johannes Jolkonen, which is JJ. <laughs> <laughs> so it's jujitsu. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you, yeah. well, you realized that sooner than I did. I only did because like Skype shows your initials <laughs> on my screen. <laughs> it's like jujitsu, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Uh, everything, all the greatest inventions and discoveries happen by accident. Yeah. So yeah, what's what's the difference between like MMA grappling, which I'm doing, and jujitsu, which you're doing? Well, without being an expert of any kind in MMA grappling, I would say that it's very heavily influenced. At least the modern modern form of grappling in MMA is very heavily influenced by by Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. So it is quite similar. But of course, the obvious difference is that if you practice only, only literally jiu-jitsu, it's there's no strikes at all. So I do want to fill that hole as well, just to complete strikes, as in punching someone when you're also yeah, grappling with kicks. No, no, none of that. Just, just pure wrestling, locks, mm-hmm. submissions. Because it's the same with us. When we practice grappling, we're not punching. We're just going right. into some. If we go oh. to MMA class, then yeah, like there's punching involved. Okay. But I want to I want to get this basis down, and then. So right now you're just training grappling. What's nice about the I want to say dojo because just fuck dojo is just a nice thing to say about where you train. <laughs> um, so the dojo that I fuck, but it's not a dojo, you know. And <laughs> hey, nobody's listening to the podcast. You yeah, can... no one's listening, and I can say anything. Whatever yeah. <laughs> say whatever I want. Um, so what's it called, man? Like when I go, they, what's nice is that they have a lot of classes. They have like uh, like almost every day. There's like two grappling classes, and every other day there's an MMA class, and every. Uh, Almost every day there's MMA, grappling, and kickboxing, just at different times. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, like, if I choose, I can, and which I really want to do, like, uh, right now, after today, I feel like, fuck, I want to punch something, you know? <laughs> I don't want to just, like, go into submission uh, and, like, grapple, wrestle with someone. I want to actually punch something. So, I think next week, I'm just going to go to one grappling class and try to go to two kickboxing classes. Um, and then see how I feel uh, like after the last class and and that's what's nice because like for the past like four weeks almost I've just been going to grappling I went to like one one kickboxing class and one MMA class out of uh, like let's say I went 10 times or 11 times uh, most of them were grappling which is just which is nice because I feel I feel like grappling at least and like you said you're you're so much thought put into it like I'm you could be going against someone we're both on the floor, and you you just look at this person in the eyes, man. You just like, like there is a part of us that's like I can see this part that's sometimes in me that's afraid of the other person noticing that I'm looking at them in the eyes while we're fighting, mm. you know. But what the fuck is that feeling? This, this doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. So like when you when I'm fighting sometimes and I don't know where this fight is going, I just look at the person's eyes. And all of a sudden, it just all becomes so fucking clear, man. It's like you can't you can't articulate this clarity. You can only feel it because like it's such an embodied type of uh, activity that you're doing. It's a dance with someone, mm. uh, and it's just like you're you're fighting. You don't know where to get him from or whatever. But then you look him in the eyes, and you see what this other person is seeing, 
and then you see everything you're like okay this person is focusing on my left shoulder i feel like okay this is where he's going to be coming from now i can now that i know the opponent's intention somewhat i can i can have like a, a defense against it and even even today like i was fighting against this guy and every like he was trying to turn around me but like subtly so like every two beats he would move his leg like a tiny bit and then like he did that like two three times i saw the pattern and then like i waited two beats and he didn't do it but i knew he was just about to do it and then he did it and the second he did it i just kicked like he just shifted his foot and with the shifting of his foot i kicked his foot so that he'd lose his his balance you know i i didn't kick it that properly he didn't lose a lot of his balance but it's nice that you're just paying to paying attention to all of these fucking tiny details that you try to to more or less take control of someone else's movements and and have more control and they always say that when they, when they train or when the instructor trains us he's like here you don't have control here you have control and and you want control as I, I love it i love it sounds like a great place Yeah man like I'll definitely be taking you there if you ever come here which oh, I yeah. assume oh, is yeah. going to happen you know that's yeah, going to happen mm. imagine that's going to be like well sometime in the summer the latest so then we'll be practicing both of us for like five, five, six months fuck then we can actually actually hit it on yeah yeah like but Roll like down. like right now I'm fighting against people um Like something I'm really looking forward to seeing how like we both develop in six months and go against mm. each other. But like yesterday or the day before, I went and I was facing against this guy, and like you can tell, I could tell like this guy has been doing this for like a bit longer than I did, or I have. But uh, I just didn't give him a chance, man. Like whatever he tried to do, like at the very least, I will make it very very difficult for you to fucking do anything to me, you know. Um, like he'd be on top of me and he's trying to get a hold of me, but I have my arm under him. I don't just keep my because like you're you're training yourself from that resistance point of view. You have so much of your um, what's it called? Like I have my my arm against his body, and I'm constantly resisting and putting pressure. Like it's not just like doing a push up. You do ten push ups and that's it. No, for mm. like two minutes. I'm just trying to get this guy not to get a better position, and I only have this one arm that can do this right now, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing, but I don't push on his chest, I push at his neck to make it, like, I'm just, I just want to piss you the fuck off, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna... that's, that's part of the sport, really. <laughs> exactly, like, man. You, whenever possible, if there's nothing else you can do, then at, at the very least, make the other person uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable, man. Yeah, yeah. as un- uncomfortable as he can be, and I there's nothing, this... and there's nothing, uh, Unsporty about, unsporty about it. It's just, it's yeah. just part of the part it's of the part game. Of the game. Yeah, 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 I love it. And deal, and on your part, dealing with being uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with uh, the other person making you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Weighing the weighing the elbow on your neck. You just Dude. gotta learn how to breathe there. Be one okay. Of things, one of the things that really pisses me off is when someone puts their elbow or knee into your inner thigh. <laughs> you know that feeling, right? Yeah. Uh, and like I, I, if someone's a bit bigger than me and and he's on the floor, I I know that I can't really like move their body in a way where I can make them submit. But I'm just like fuck this guy. I just put so much pressure on on their 
their inner thighs as much as possible. The only reason I know that I get to do that is because it's been done to me so many times. I love it. Like how much you learn from things being done to you and trying to apply them to other people. And there's this guy we have. He's, he's like my, he's my goal, you know? <laughs> he's my, I need to take this guy down. <laughs> I need to take this fucker down. He's the only one I fought with that uses submission uh he he submits you through your wrists and ankles oh. so so he grabs your hand and just twists it in, in like a weird way you don't see it coming because like i'd have my hand on on the on the floor and he twist me in a way where all of my weight is on my hand all of a sudden and like i have to tap out my hand like my wrist is gonna explode this guy man his name is christoph or christopher um I don't know. I, like he's taller than me. He's heavier than me. He's been doing this forever. But like, I have to take this guy down at least just the one time. Just the one time, man. Wow. <laughs> That's all I want. Great to have goals like that. You have a face. I have a face. Yeah. You have a face on it. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's been MMA for me. Like, I I think fighting is something that I want to do for the rest of my life, not just for. I I took the commitment of of registering for this or subscribing to this dojo or club for the next year actually so mm. I'm, pay, I'm paying for sure for the next year uh, and I don't know where that's going to take me but eventually like I just a part of it is wanting to be very capable in every type of situation another is just knowing that my body can take a lot and I can push myself a lot and the fact that your brain is working so much to understand and learn and you see progress constantly that in itself is amazing but Johannes, just how I even fucking walk in public is is different, man. My entire air of being is different, you know. Like fuck it, I have nothing to prove to anyone. And whatever, whoever you are, even if you're the scariest looking thug, or if you're bigger, or or if you're if you're an authority figure or whatever, I I will always still look you in the eyes and not be afraid of you realizing that I'm looking you in the eyes. Mm. You know, there's that application of that concept again from mma to the real the real world and it's it stems on a, such a subconscious level it's not even funny because you said that you mentioned this to me like at, at some point is that you're 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 facing against a human being man. you're going against a human being constantly mm. uh, so that in itself uh, makes you see yourself in the world very differently there's no no person that you genuinely can't face to to bring that point home like there's there's a lot of people that i sometimes go up against uh because let's say on average during every class we face four different people like we wrote rotate every four minutes with someone else and i face this person and i get like a mix of feelings like okay this guy looks like he's been fighting forever he, he fuck he's gonna kick my ass fuck no like i can kick his ass you know, you have these thoughts, but I feel like all of these thoughts are absolute trash and nonsense. What matters is that I'm here. This person is in front of me. I have my arms and legs. He has his arms and legs. I need to be aware of where what he wants to do, and I need to like try to tap this motherfucker out. It doesn't matter how how experienced they are, how whatever. I just need to put my attention in this person right now how much experience or whatever around that just doesn't matter what matters is that i act appropriately in front of this obstacle 
And I think you subconsciously just keep developing that more and more and more as you keep doing this. And just the benefits into your own life are just insane. Yeah, very quickly it becomes, it it just becomes familiar, this mind, mind, mind state of yeah. facing against another person. Yeah. And that becoming a normal thing is as opposed to the very the very weird and distant thing that it is to someone who hasn't hasn't been in that situation and doesn't put himself in that situation multiple times repeatedly it's mm -hmm. the difference is massive it's uh, it's just the, the perfect spot has everything yeah man and so much just it's inter intellectual it's it's challenging and uh interesting and really boundless physically demanding and also the psychological aspect it's what about what do you think about the spiritual aspect behind it spiritual aspect yeah i feel like when i fight against someone you know you're putting so much of your aggression towards them but mm. with with so 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 much love at the same time you know oh yeah like when the bell rings and we have to stop fighting each other, it's like, I respect you, I love you. That's like, then the other person comes and you're like, I'm going to yeah. fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely a very unique, unique type of community. <laughs> and in a very, very best sense, mm -hmm. because there is this atmosphere of just brotherhood, I guess, all <laughs> sisterhood, just family, because... In a very complete sense, not only are you are you each striving and against yourself and against the other person, mm -hmm. but at the same time, there's no hostility whatsoever. There's no hostility, man. Yeah. The way I like to put it best is that, you know, thank you, the person in front of me, because if I can't face you, then I can't face myself, you know? Yeah, that's well put. Every person that you fight is a reflection of, of you again, you know, and you get to face how you fight against, like, it's this mirror dance type of thing. And I, I love this type of relationship. And I think like a lot of uh, just to, because we're going to talk about writing too. Um, a lot of uh, the character that I that I'm creating, Alan, Alan Knight. Uh, he's going to be uh, taking MMA classes, man. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna be writing all of this shit down. Like this, like you know, imagine, like you're reading a book, and and I think it's just very interesting seeing this from this first perspective. Sure. And I can, I, I'm articulating all of this as I'm fighting. Like, oh, this guy, he's taking his leg here and he's putting it there, and then he twisted and turned, and then now I found myself upside down, whatever. Um, I find that, you know, seeing a character grow because of that and, and seeing how he's facing himself by facing others, I think it's just a nice line to have in a book, you know, so yeah, a, a lot. Yeah, what a I lot really like, I like about the atmosphere is the fact that everybody that gets it, it's not like, yeah, a, yeah. it's not like a personal philosophy. It's the, not the way you think about it or I think about it. Just everybody there is in the same boat and everybody gets the fact that, as you said, it's through you through these other people i can i can yeah face against myself through you and there's I... just a lot of uh, gratitude and love for yeah, that yeah yeah definitely i love it so much and everybody the way everybody gets it it's very very unique did it did it happen to you that you uh, like hurt someone by accident and you're just like fucking i'm so sorry <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> 
and they're like so okay with it you know every like I, like i'm starting to feel like apologies in the places are just unnecessary because like i poked like I, by accident my my finger went into this kid's eye today <laughs> uh, and we weren't even wrestling we we're we we're practicing a technique mm. and i just like quickly like put my head on his chest i'm like man fucking i'm sorry and he's just like whatever man let's, <laughs> let's continue <laughs> it's like in his eye man and he was just like fuck it and like, like this guy yesterday like today like he was moving his leg on top of like my face and like he just I think kicked my nose with his knee somehow and, and like that hurt like a bitch but like I, I didn't say anything he didn't even notice and I just continued like, fuck yeah. It. yeah and I told you like in jiu-jitsu there's no striking whatsoever uh but just uh, a couple of days back i elbowed this guy in the face <laughs> <laughs> because because i slipped my grip and then the, the mo- momentum did the rest and yeah i was i was i was apologizing so bad but he was just like whatever yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah then two, right. two minutes later he tapped me out yeah exactly or maybe like 10 seconds later uh, time is is uh, funny when you're <laughs> when you're in that place. Like like sometimes four minutes feel like forever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they feel like ten seconds, man. Because like it's four minutes every round for us. So yeah. it's crazy. There was I, also I, this Asian guy I was uh, wrestling with the other. Like I think it was the last time, last class, and I didn't like him at all. <laughs> I didn't like. You just didn't like this guy, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is. <laughs> like he was he was okay to wrestle with otherwise but he was he was talking so much he was mm. just cracking jokes all the time mm. about about uh, about what was going on and how he was not sure what to do and all the time such a okay. yeah i don't know you think that's like insecurity yeah maybe maybe mm. just didn't seem relevant at the time yeah, just tap this guy out, man. <laughs> That's what you need to do, you know? Just shut this fucker up. But, like, when you're wearing a mouth guard, I don't know if you guys wear a mouth guard. We do. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's harder to talk. So, like, generally, like, generally people aren't talking that much, but they're explaining shit to me, which I love. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Always trying to find, 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 find a person who, because in the basic, basic course as well, there are these people who have clearly been practicing for at least six months, maybe more. And mm-hmm. um, just uh, wrestling with those guys, it's, it's so much, so productive. But because dude, they're they, coming, they, so quickly, they don't, like... they don't, it really like feels, it's easy to feel like it's not fun for them or interesting for them to wrestle with somebody like you or me, who's not very good yet, but mm-hmm. they, they really don't seem to mind. They just take it slow, explain you what you, what you need to do. And it's uh, it's nice. No, what's nice about yeah, it is nope. that they explain what you can do against the move that they're doing, and then once you do what they explain to you, they just do something else and then fuck you up anyways. You know, it's like yeah. it's like like it's just this dynamic. I love it. Um, but yeah, man, I think uh, we should talk about the essays for yeah, sure. Essays sure. for writing. Um, that's a good. Uh, that's a good opener on the. On the martial arts yeah, but yeah I, I agree it's like i've tried i've tried my share of different martial arts mm. but now i really feel like i might have found found my art so like i i, I feel the same way too and just because you're johannes i'm gonna tell you i dreamt 
I didn't tell you about my grappling dream, right? Probably not. No, so I, I dreamt I was I was in this like village that's built on a swamp. The village was made out of wooden bridges and wooden houses and it was leveled on top of like it's on top of water. You know, and the water is a swampy area, like it's mud and stuff and, and it's wood. And you go from every, like, let's say, I, I, I don't want to say building, but every house or it's not a, it's not a building. It's like a small house. Yeah. And you go from one to the next by bridges. And I was there and I had like a house in one of them. And I saw like one of my older friends, uh, his name is Abdullah. And like we, like we had some beef between us. I've told you about it before. And uh, but like I felt at peace with him, you know. Like there, there was nothing between us. It's fine. And then um, I walked across the bridge and I like went to this other place where there were like maybe twenty guys, uh, or thirty or forty people grappling, and they were grappling all over this, all over the wooden floor. And I could see them like every everywhere. And then I just walked bet- between them and they all just looked at me. And then like in the corner, there was this guy that I was supposed to fight with. And I went and I fought with him. And I like quickly tapped him out, man. Like I had my, my knees around him and, and I choked him using my legs. And and I like, but it was such like a Zen type of dream. Like we, we loved each other. We, we bowed to each other afterwards. Everyone in the dojo was like super happy. They all clapped. <laughs> 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 but like very calm, very like very cool. And then I like left the left the dojo and, and continued walking on another bridge. But I thought like I went the next day to to the class. That was when my back was hurting. And I went and I went to the next day next day to the class. And there was we have this Japanese instructor who teaches us. And uh, I told him about the dream, and he laughed. You know, and he was like, "Nice." And I'm like, "Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, man." It's funny well, how my entire because, being likes this. In that case, just because you're Khaled, I'm obviously going to tell you about my grappling dream <laughs> that I obviously had. I don't you're, know, man. You're joking. I don't, I don't know why. I'm not joking. You're it comes to a dream. <laughs> it comes to a dream. And it was literally like that after the first time I went. You're telling me this isn't a spiritual thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is the most spiritual thing you can imagine. Um uh, Although my dream was certainly a lot less peaceful than yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was more like this um, open world battle royale video game <laughs> with teams. Kind of like, I, I've never played Fortnite, but I'd imagine it was, it was quite similar to Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played the game, but I imagine, you know. Well, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen videos. But like this uh, team fighting game where people use their environments as weapons and whatever. And <laughs> that was the that was the setting. But the way people were fighting, sure they were like they used sticks and stones and whatever. It was very bloody at times. But for the most part the fighting was very similar to like grappling and wrestling. Okay. And it was yeah, it was just very tribal. My team ultimately <laughs> it was there was not many people left. <laughs> standing at the end uh, but yeah it was it was there was no zen dojo there it was, just, <laughs> this is I, yeah. it was just it was just chaos and... yeah yeah but that was in a nutshell yeah. uh, my memory ain't the sharpest but 
But like, like what happened in the end? Or like, did it just end on a cliffhanger, like type of dream? It, it became something else. It turned into another dream. Okay, okay. Well, I don't remember exactly what. Okay. But I just remember, like the the number one thing I remember about it is the fact that <laughs> it was, it was, I just remember the fact that it was very gruesome. It was very gruesome. <laughs> what do you think triggered like a dream like that? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Yeah, because like you don't play battle royals, you're, you're like genuinely like very peaceful and calm. Like where is this aggression, man? I'm just the rage coming from. Man. Hidden, hidden, hidden impulses. Yeah, it makes me want to like talking about chaos. Makes me want to talk about Jordan Peterson, man. Uh, do you see the video I sent you? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know the guy was going through so much shit. Honestly. Yeah, I heard about it in the summer. It's, it's a shame. Yeah. But feels like if anybody can take it, it's this yeah. Guy. If anyone can, like imagine, imagine the narrative this guy is going through, like in his head, you know. Yeah. Uh, like for me, I just wrote a book about intelligence, and I have this podcast, and already like thought I was gonna be a prophet, you know. This guy, this guy is downright in in the sense the archetype, you know. He's reaching millions of people to change the way they live in a very like good and attentive and non-egoistic way. He's very humble and he's very articulate. He's very intelligent. He's very aware. He's all of these things, and he's 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 doing. He's my he's my idol. He's your idol. He's a lot of people's mm -hmm. idol, and like he's he's the father figure this world needed since forever. And to see that the 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 character and persona that I see as strength is going through so much weakness right now is uh, unsettling in a way because I, I want this guy to, to end up being good and better. I don't want him to to end up crashing, you know, even if his wife, I hope she's okay, like if she was diagnosed with cancer, even if he's depressed or even if whatever, I feel like at least that's what his karma or his energy needs to go through, the way he needs to go through it to expand on his being in the way that he needs to expand if he gets out of this stronger you know yeah. if, he, if he gets out of it at all he's going to be a complete beast you know yeah and uh, like like i said i i am personally quite optimistic that he is a person who can quite likely he well he's more likely than most to come up come out and pop out of something like that and obviously be a lot stronger for it what do you think? What do you think he bases his strength on? Uh, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. God. Like I'm thinking, it's a question. Like it's a good question to ask yourself. Like, what are you basing your your strength on? Your self esteem, your sense of self worth, <clears throat> to combat something like depression. Like, what's mm. what is it to you? Would you say? Yeah, well, in a sense, there's the way I personally look at it, and it might be that Jordan, for Jordan, it's something similar, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something esoteric, like the way he describes God. When he does, it's not, doesn't strike to me as very esoteric, but instead, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what esoteric means. Um, well. As opposed to esoteric, the way he describes it seems more practical, very pragmatic. Like what works for the better, better good of people, 
very concrete grassroots. So, level so by esoteric, you mean like the grandiose idea? Yeah, yeah, more, more, more abstract and more, okay. more like a difficult to grasp. Let's say okay. niche, niche, niche thinking. Mm. Um, so as opposed <clears> to that, <throat> I, I think his uh, view might be quite more pragmatic about what's what makes a good and healthy society for people to be. Mm good and healthy in so just being being very intimately connected to that idea and that ideal and the way your behavior and your actions can uh, impact that or make that come about more that is something you can draw quite a bit of meaning from uh, yeah i can imagine especially because he, it's it's something like he's uh, already he has his momentum already you know yeah so something that started and now that it started, how does it end? Um, whew, it's a tough one, man. Like I really want to, like I really want to meet this guy at some point. I think it's mm -hmm. very important to me to at least like shake his hand once or just like ask him a question in an audience. Uh, just, just like to, to this one moment where I connected with this guy, he connected with me. And that's it. Um, mm. It doesn't have to be more than that. But like, just like a lot of other people, man. Mm. I, I, ha I had, I don't know if, if you've had any, but I've had Jordan Peterson dreams. You know, I've, I've had dreams where I was having lunch with the guy with my mom and sisters. <laughs> and my, my dad wasn't there, but he was there, you know, like, but like, I can see how that can be something like seeing him as a dad oh. figure. Oh, uh, that's, that's not a, not so subtle imaginary. imaginary. Yeah, right. Imagery. Imagery, yeah. Um, so I've, I've had like dreams where I just like saw him somewhere and like uh, we were in like a hall and I shook his hand and he shook it back and like when he shook it back he really made me feel like all of his attention was on me and like he really saw me and understood me and uh, it didn't need to be more than that you know mm. I, don't, I, I don't assume that it's going to be the same way in real life but I, I just I connect with the guy in, in a way that I don't think um uh, you know, everyone connects with him in, in, in his own way, you know, but like for me, it's it's like personifying his message and passing it forward in a sense as well, but in my own way. And um, so we're born on the same day, man. We have the same birthday. Mm. Uh, we're both uh, Geminis. We're both 12th of June. He's 34, 36 years older than I am. So like this, this generation skip and then it's me. I don't know if that means anything or not, but I just like want to uh, to meet this guy, definitely. Yeah, let's hope for all the best. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope for all the best. I think so. I think self-esteem is something that I'd like to talk with you about at some point. Um, mm. uh, maybe not now, but like I've been thinking about my self-esteem a lot and and what you base yourself on as a character for a while. So, for example, I, I don't know the narrative Jordan Peterson is going through. I know the narrative that I went through writing a book about intelligence, trying to understand itself um, and, and the world. And then you feel like the world is speaking to you in a different way. But when this guy is reaching, I haven't reached almost anyone, but this guy is like reaching uh, millions and millions and millions of people. And he's, he's seeing an impact everywhere he's going of his words and his actions like that. I wonder what type of, you know, because like every time you reach a certain state of enlightenment, it's so easy to crash down again and be like, fuck, I'm human. Um, and I imagine that that's something like, 
you know, some days I have like a good week, two good weeks where I feel like I have nothing to prove and my ego is good. But then something like very small happens that gets me back and thinking, uh, why why am I paying so much attention to this this one incident that happened with someone that doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of anything? Um, but I think we all go, th- go through that in one sense or, or another. But I just like wonder how he as his own person is going through that. But I guess it shouldn't be too different than how anyone would go through it now. No, I wouldn't think so. But it's it's definitely it's a it's a very difficult thing to come to come to grasp with because it's like like you said it's influenced constantly by so many different things mm-hmm. and you just try to influence all those things to make it somewhat more stable and i think that's something you definitely like <laughs> there's i think both of us have certainly made great progress in that sense over the last whatever many how, however many years and i think that's that's a tra- trajectory that's only going to continue as you get older and you learn learn to build this more stable image of image of yourself and the one that you can respect so so yeah. i think yeah it's something that that's going to become increasingly more robust as you get older mm. at least it can be not necessarily but it can be so yeah, it's just like how, how how is it how it is for somebody like Jordan, for example, who's what sixty sixty something years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard to imagine. I think he's fifty eight. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I've been thinking a lot about how, you know, just basing he's fifty seven, June twelfth, nineteen sixty two. Dude, he's a meter eighty seven. He's seven centimeters taller than I am. Fuck, need to get taller. <laughs> Imagine, like basing basing your basing your character on something like like that, you know, characteristic like your height or your strength or how many girls you get to sleep with. Or I haven't had like I I think like for the longest time, and a lot of people they base their character on their intelligence or their character or personality, mainly being smart or clever. And um, I I had that too, and I like drifted so much away from it, and. Um, I, I think like I'm, I'm. I was thinking the other day how I'm very thankful how a lot of the let's say women in my life that I really would have loved to to have have had sex with or gotten with, and seeing that that didn't work out. I think like a lot of the times if I did get the woman that I did want, at that point, then I would have felt good about it, right? I would have felt like oh my self esteem would have been like yeah I'm the shit I'm Khalid no one can fuck with this. Uh, and I'm thankful like that that didn't happen uh, as often as it needed to, because then I real like I see how if I based my self esteem on whether or not someone else allows me to have sex with them, you know, it's just uh, it's a weak way to to keep going. It's very weak. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not sustainable. It's not meaningful. It's not anything. And every person, you know, what are these what what are these per- people judging you for? How what circumstances really went into play for this situation for you to to happen? You know, a lot of relationships tend to happen through circumstance more than anything and context, like yeah, how we we, we the, became friends. You know, yeah, right. <clears throat> and as a good rule of thumb, you don't at least at at least a good golden rule when it comes to self-esteem is that you certainly don't want it to be based too much or much at all on any singular thing. 
the more you have to base your own image around, the better. I think that makes it all the more stable. Because yeah. any any one singular thing can always go away. Especially if it's around other people or, or the opinions of other people or I mean what if you base any, it on any, any measure nothing? any measure of success that's based on the opinions of other people, that's very that's very uh, fragile and fleeting, yeah. But you know, you're saying like base it on a lot of things. I'm saying yeah. base it on nothing at all. Because you'll go back to nothing eventually, and that's the only truth that you'll ever be. And see, like we talked about, I was telling you how sometimes I had this feeling of too much detachment from everything. Sometimes I have a feeling of too much attachment. Now I feel somewhat like I have a good balance between being attached and detached at the same time, which I think is the entire point of, of the meditative practices people go through, of how I can be where I am, but also be okay with not being there when I'm not. And just just that distance that's also enough for you to be there <clears throat> so i'm there and i'm thinking you know sh- sure maybe this doesn't this, this person doesn't like me or i fucked up here or whatever but in reality i'm i'm doing my best i did what i could when i could have but at the same time i i genuinely just don't care at the same time you know i care but i don't care because whatever if i die <laughs> or if something weird happens it's it's like how much control do i really have um so like i can say i base my self-esteem off of my relationships to people like you and jan and angel or uh, dennis or anything like that uh you guys are very very good people and i i appreciate having you in my life and i can be like okay like for someone to johannes to also want me to be in his life that's pretty cool you know to yeah. to have that you know type of uh, acceptance from someone that you respect and you know is like aware and, and going through their own path um that isn't too different from uh, from your own you know like i feel like you and i are like night and day <laughs> in a way uh like you had your own grappling dream and i had mine and we both like went into it almost at the same time without even talking about it you know it just happened <laughs> so i think it's cool yeah um, or did like me telling you that i was uh, getting into it and infl- whatever you know like but but just i can base my self-esteem on the fact that i have good friends and they let me be in their circle but that's also that might be fleeting that might not be fleeting but still i think I can base it on my profession. I can base it on the fact that I have a podcast. I can base it on the fact that I have a book. I can base it on the fact that I have an online course. I can base it on the fact that I'm trying to make all of these things coherent in a sense that they represent an idea of uh, an idea of the image that I'm building. You know, so like I rebranded the online course uh, courses using a type of art that I really like instead of using that logo that I made. And sure, like I spent money on that logo and I was I was putting it in the videos and whatnot. But I just feel like if someone's going to look at the courses and they see this image, I think it's a better representation of my own personal image than this logo that I created. And mm. I'm just trying to get, because like at the end of the day, I feel like it is all very, very artificial. It is all images. It is, it is all representations. But at the same time, you want those representations to be aligned with something real. And you get to that real thing and then you align those representations to that real thing. And that's the process of, of like you, there is a filter, you tr- trial and error, you, you draw one painting and then it's not good enough. You draw another and you, you keep changing the representation until it matches the, the, the core or the reality that you feel in a way that you can respect. At least that's, that's what I'm going through right now. You know, and that's what I'm ta- why I'm talking about it. 
like the podcast logo I'm gonna change soon. It's not gonna be this heartbeat with with the moon. It's gonna be like a type of explosion, but contained, you know, within like this type of same type of art that I'm using for the online courses because I just like it a lot and I feel like it represents me. And uh, it's eye catching. It's me. It's it's midnight wisdom. It is what it is. Um, but do I base myself on any of it? Um, I I can't be bothered trying to base my image on anyone else's idea of who I am. Again, you know that's something I'm very done with. Um, but I think like generally, it's something I've been tackling with for a very long time, and it's I'm not close to like get, getting to the bottom of my self-esteem, but I do feel very m much more comfortable with who I am as a character seeing myself you know do and accomplish you can always feel like you're an imposter you know for example like i was i was hired uh, my new job and it's it's a great great community the culture in the at the workplace is amazing the guy everyone is like very genuine open and honest and trustworthy and, and you can ask as many questions as you want and there is no judgment there but it's funny how like even if you, i'm in a place of no, of no judgment just just because of the fact that i'm new here and i haven't Totally, like I, I'm new here, so I feel like I need to prove myself to to be allowed to stay here. You know, I, I, I and I mentioned this to my bosses. Like I was telling him, like I feel like when I joined this the startup that went bankrupt, Frank Smile. Like the, since the first day I joined, everything was happening so quickly, and I was being given so much to do, and everything was thrown at me. And I like I I wanted to feel because I was managing so much of of what was going on, made me quickly feel indispensable, you know. Um, but the past week at at this job, it's been actually like pretty relaxed, you know. Like not much is going on. My boss gave me a schedule of how I'm going to be onboarded and trained for this position and he's like very relaxed very communicative very jokative very easygoing very great person to have uh, as a as a let's say mentor or someone who's going to teach me and help me grow in this position but at the same time because i'm just learning and i'm not generally doing much it makes me feel like maybe i don't deserve to be here you know like sometimes i don't have anything to do like the past week like I, i'd have an hour later like i at 5 p.m we have to leave at six at five, like I'm done. Um, like I, I'm not providing value. So I feel like, do I really deserve being here? Am I am I worried about being fired? Like you have these questions and, and like, I have to quickly tell myself to shut the fuck up. You know, these guys, <laughs> these guys, you know, they hired me for who I am. I was genuine the entire time that they, that they talked to me. I told them exactly what I liked and what I don't like. I they I told them exactly my background. I, I told them that my, the company went bankrupt. I told them that I've only been in, in so many professional environments in my life. I even down negotiated my salary to to feel more comfortable in that sense for that sense of transparency. And still, my brain would let me think that that maybe they're gonna fire me or maybe i'm not good enough fuck that you know no fuck of course i'm good enough and they hired me because they know how i am and who i am and that's what they expect me to be at the best of or to make the best out of so it's just fuck my brain for for thinking like that every now and then and it's just weird that that it like that, that i'm sure i'm not the only person that deals with imposter syndrome and it's just my first week i'm sure it's gonna keep uh, like 
degrading as a as a phenomena in my mm. in my being. But it's just it's just fucked up that you, our brains can do this to, to ourselves. You know, cause us pain that isn't even there, just for the sake of 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 doing it. Yeah, yeah, it is quite silly. But I can very much attest to, relate to, and attest to uh, starting this my job at the start of this year, like the first week, first week, maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. There was some serious imposter syndrome there, but very quickly, very quickly, it does vanish. Because you just, well, you do your best and either it starts to go in a good direction or it doesn't. <laughs> either way, it becomes, either way, it becomes uh, yeah. very clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just enough. gotta go through it. And well, in this case and in my case, and as I do believe for your case will be as well, uh, it's gonna it's gonna work out just fine. Yeah, just the expectations that you, I just expected I'd be pushed way more, way quicker, right? I'd mm. say something like that um yeah but it sounds good sounds uh i'm glad it's a environment that's that's uh, conducive to growth yeah yeah. because like my part of the job would be coordinating with different departments within the the business to end up because the product isn't just like one thing it's a it's a collective of services from different departments that I have to align towards the customer, uh, certain dates and certain times and certain. So it is pro- like it's project manager and it's just project coordinating every client that we onboard. And I now I see what the the now I see what this position is, you know, um, which is nice. And the guy that's onboarding me is like doing it really well. And I'm in the operations department. It's a part of ops. Uh, so I have a clear eye on everything happening yeah, in ops. Yeah, very central. That's the best. It's very central. I love it. Um, and our COO is uh, the chief uh, officer, operating officer. He's very, very, he's very sharp, Johannes. He's a very, very sharp person. Communicates very well, very attentive and very sharp. I, I, and I see it and I love it. And he's so like nice to converse with. So like I'm looking forward to seeing how this can develop and work out i even like uh did an excel sheet yesterday i just didn't go out yesterday saturday night um and i wrote i i forecasted my income for the next two years right so the excel sheet's in front of me right now and i started i I didn't start wanting it to look as nice as it looked as it looks right now i'm very happy with how it looks i have like um the money that i have now basically and at every every month, the the beginning of the month, how much money I supposedly have, then like with with like my source of income, which is my salary, and then uh, my costs, all of my expected costs during the the, the month, which uh, are like I'm paying for the internet, I'm paying for the MMA classes, like fifty eight euros per month, I'm paying for curiosity curiosity stream, which is like this uh, platform that has a lot of cool documentaries and they keep releasing awesome content. That's like very scientific, so I'm, I I just subscribe because you're funding cool projects and you know uh, if I ever like want to watch random documentaries I have access. Um, like I'm doing like some charity type of type of thing. Then there's Spotify. Then there's like um, the rent that I have to pay per month. There's the personal expenses. I rounded it about to 400 euros a month that I spend on myself, and 
then like I put a column for paying back debts uh, or a row for debts that I have to pay back. And then I, I have like the the sum of costs and then like with the income and what's left at the end of the month. And, and uh, so then I have this is what's left at the month. This is my salary. And OK, now the new month starts and OK, this is how much I have. These are the costs. This is what's left. That's what's going to continue. So like you can predictably say like how much money you're going to, to have across time. Um, I don't know if you've done something similar. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and so the goal is to save 5,000 euros by November tops. The sheet says that I can make that happen by genuinely October. Like I can, I can have 5k saved by October, but I, I want to like make it November that I have 5k. And then by, by next year, I'd have like, I'd have, man, it's, it's such a weird concept for me now that I have money because a part of me is always feeling like I have to do something with it, you know? So I feel like now that I have money, I need to spend it. I need to buy stuff. I need to, but like for the longest time, you know, I was sleeping on the floor. I, I, I was, I, I was broke and I, I was like managing with little money and I didn't mind. But now as soon as I have more money, okay, I, I bought a mattress and it's a really nice mattress. Finally. And like my place looks nicer and I'm more happy with, with how it's structured and whatnot. But I just think it's hilarious how, Knowing that I have a tiny bit of extra money, a part of me is feeling like I need to go on Amazon and find something yeah. weird, weird to buy. Something uh, that's very important for my well-being and growth. Some, something, something that's gonna make me happier and make me exactly grow and improve my well-being. Yeah. And that, that's that's making me miserable that I feel this way. <laughs> you know? Can you like, you can you like, throw some wisdom at that? <laughs> well, all I can say is uh, I'm glad that you have a plan because it is it is very human. It is very very easy to go off the rails when when your norm financially is gets turned upside down. When you have more money, it just feels 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 obvious that you would spend more because you can. And sure, there's a lot of lot of things, a lot of nice things that are potentially good for you and beneficial for you, but you just gotta maintain that sense of proportion. Yeah. Like, sure, you could buy a lot of expensive stuff, spend easily, spend a lot of all all of your excess salary uh, on things that would do you some good, but nowhere near as good as just having that saving instead. Mm. No great wisdom there. <laughs> just, <laughs> just practicality. Good have, yeah, good to have a plan. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to meditating more because I've just been doing the breathing exercise for Wim Hof uh, lately, a lot more than I've been doing breathing exercises. Uh, I've been doing breathing exercises a lot more than meditating, but I feel like it's a part of, like it's meditative in its own way. Yeah, definitely. But uh, now that I have my fin finances, it's nice to be able to predict your finances. Uh, it is very good. It is it's very good. Very, it's very <laughs> nice. And it is very good when the predictions actually, Pan they, have a, they have an up, up, Absolutely, uh, 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 friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I want it to be exponential. I don't want it to be linear, you know. Because like looking at it right now, it's linear. Mm. But I, I do have other income streams that I can take advantage of, like courses and books and workshops. Yeah, yeah. 
but I uh, I need to like put a bit of energy into those. Now that I have like work and I have like a better routine, I, can, I feel like I can even put more energy into these things because I'm more structured. Not having any structure at all was making it very difficult for me to, to work on these things properly. Um, so when did we say we wanted to go to Burning Man? 2020. No, wait, 20. 20. <laughs> 22, was it? 22, really? Not 21? 22. I would say so. I would say so. Why not 21? <laughs> that's not that's not impossible, but that's... Like, I, I would I would bet my life on us going to 22, the latest. Okay. 21 is possible, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it. Exactly. Okay. okay. Unless you want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But, like, the thing is, what you said about linear, linear growth, it's... You got to accept that in the initial stages, because having that, even, like, a mo- modest foundation... <laughs> Yeah, that frees, frees up the possibility of uh, expanding into other revenue streams and yeah, getting yeah. the exponential trend instead. But first, yeah. you need to have this linear basis, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks That's for that. Because I'm looking here, I'm like, oh, for two years, like the maximum by, the maximum by twenty, the end of 2021, December 2021, I would have 22,000 euros in my bank account. Um, that's aside from the debts that I have to pay back. <laughs> like I have to pay my cousin like eight thousand euros. I have to pay my aunt like a thousand five hundred. I have to pay my brother like forty thousand almost. Like my my, bro- my brother is like very patient on on his forty k. Forty thousand. Yeah, Jeez. something something like that. Oh, but yeah, for for uni costs and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so first, pay off like a few of the debts. And a part of me really wants to just put money, uh, not just saving, but investing. You know, I'd like mm. to see the money grow. But like I told you, first have the 5K so that I know that regardless of what happens, I have three months where I can regroup yeah. and go into whatever. Like three, 5K is really enough for me to to live for four months comfortably, but three months to like maybe travel places and do stuff that expand mm. on myself to to get to another level. But uh, yeah, it's nice. Like I can't argue on not being where I am right now. You know, it's it's exactly where I need to be. Yeah, and two years uh, is it's really plenty of time for somebody as industrious as you. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Like this is the projection is I'd have twenty two thousand seven hundred and twelve euros by the end of December two thousand twenty one, and I I'm. Curious to see what what the actual number is gonna be. Now that I actually have this recorded and said, it's nice because you can always like hear it and go back and see uh, that this was the case. See, um, go and be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I think it's more than enough money to to go to Burning Man, you know, in twenty twenty one. So that, that's wait. That's uh, by the start of twenty twenty one. How much money are you looking at? Start of 2021, all summer, summer, whatever. Start of 20 January 2021, I'd have 9,666. Okay, technically, so Burning Man is like a good 3k, right? Yeah, yeah, all in all, all in all, seven days, uh, camping and and traveling and tickets, all in all. Um, like it can wait a bit, but like I I really right now feel like I need a vacation to somewhere warm and, and hot. Um, 
like a like an island a beach or something like I, I i would i could really use that and i know like i would really like it would really energize me um but generally like something like burning man it can wait till 2022 it's not a problem yeah. but uh, i want to yeah, see like where chance. where i can put like money to also expand myself do some type of i don't know like my brother did something called the hoffman uh Hoffman process or something like that and that's something where where you go and you stay with people in a house for like a week and they really look at all of your patterns you of you growing up with your parents and everything and they help you break them down and he told me that like if my brother told me that he thinks it's something that's pretty amazing then then I can see like okay it might be valuable to do something like that or to take like a boot camp and some type of uh, skill like graphic design or mm. uh, something like that. That's also not the worst thing. Um, yeah. Like there's always ways where you can, but like I talked to my boss too and I asked him like, what if I wanted to take a course in something, um, a workshop or whatever? He's like, well, t- talk to me about it. And if I find that it's something that's uh, relevant to, to expanding you and making you more effective, then we'd pay for it as a company, no problem. So I have that uh, option too, nice. which is really cool. Um, but yeah, that's my finances in front of me. I really hope that I, I'm, I'm going to be budgeting. I'm going to be really making sure I spend everything on the right thing and uh, also uh, treating myself. You know, vacations, uh, going out, eating nice food, having massages, spas. You know, I'm going to really make sure that I'm, I'm sustainably in a good state to keep going and when you have the money to do that um, that's nice I had a very big issue with the fact that I could have been making 300 euros more per month for the next six months <laughs> you know because I, I down negotiated the salary and uh, but whatever like I I'm still making more money than I've ever made in my life at a very beginning position and very good yeah. company like it's 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 just in my head uh, this lack there is no luck. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah. What's gone is gone. Exactly. It's funny that when you have something great, just knowing that there you could have you could have had a bit more than the something great that you have right now, you're not happy with the great thing that you have right now as much as oh, you should yes. be. The good old hedonic treadmill. <laughs> Beautiful. What the fucked up like how I look. I look at these thoughts in myself. You know, who came up with this shit? You know. <laughs> Seriously. But the good news is you can learn how to deal with it, at least to an extent. Yeah, I just want to meditate a bit more. Yeah. Uh, Curb that spending impulse. Curb that spending impulse, or like start taking girls out. Dude, you're gonna punch me if I tell you what I did. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I I downloaded and paid for Tinder. <laughs> I paid for a six month subscription. Six months. Yeah. I was well, like, no. you know, fuck it. Just the just the fact of you downloading Tinder in the first place would have yeah. shut me off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paying for it too. Like I I had it deleted and then I was like, you know what, fuck it. My goal is to experience as many people as possible, as fast as possible and and as as deeply as possible. Sure, I can talk to people in person, but I'm not always outside. Making use of this tool properly uh, would would be intelligent, you know? Yeah. Uh, But 
I just need to I need I need nicer pictures, man. That's it. You know, I just I need I need pictures that represent my image like we talked about two seconds ago properly of who I think I am. And then then that unfolds a bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I was I was like a bit I was okay with it because I know I'm gonna be making money now. But I was also like, what the fuck? Do it. <laughs> what well, the fuck? Really I get it though. I get it though. And if you're gonna use it no, it's nice sure, about maybe maybe it's gonna work out, and if you're gonna if you're gonna go that route, then might as well do it properly. Yeah, I guess <laughs> because I think the free version is quite, uh, it's not the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like five euros per month to mm. to meet nice girls, I don't think that's a bad investment if you make it make use of it properly, man. Because like, uh, what's it called? What's nice about the paid version is that you can. Uh, you can put your pla- yourself in different locations. So, like, if I'm gonna go to, to I don't know, Rome next weekend, then I can put myself in Rome right now, and start, you know, matching with people that I can meet, uh, mm. that I could potentially meet uh, over there on the weekend. So that idea in itself, I think, is invaluable because my work would uh, have me travel around, actually, like at least twice a month. So for real, uh, yeah, around yeah. Europe. I have I have a trip uh, next not this week but next week to uh, like a small town here in Germany mm. that I've never been to and looks gorgeous on on Google Maps and like beginning of March I'm going uh, to somewhere else I'm not sure where so and they're, we're expanding in all of Europe we're expanding in the states we're expanding everywhere man as a company so they like there's gonna that's be travel travel Everphone Everphone yeah, well, yeah that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. So, like, having uh, like the ability, just the ability to put myself in different places, I think, is invaluable in itself. Now, I just have to find someone that's willing to take nice pictures of me uh, doing random shit, you know, like uh, fighting or like like going to IKEA and bringing your friend along and just taking dumb dumb photos, like you with uh, with a book and and like a chandelier or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> like going to Ikea and just like taking dumb shitty photos I think like that that would like increase my my match success rate a million sure, times sure don't forget the fighting that's gotta that's gonna be the number one yeah all of it you know and then then like I was thinking like it's funny how I'm always thinking about captions or descriptions that I can write in my profile and the one that I came up with recently most recently that I want to put into my profile is I I tend to be consistent with my inconsistencies. <laughs> That's what all right. You, what do you think? I tend to be consistent with my inconsistencies. I'm pretty consistent with my inconsistencies. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I like it. It's uh, yeah. it's descriptive, but it makes <laughs> you think. Yeah. Uh. I just Good. need nice photos. I, I like right now. Do you still like listen? Because I like we have we want it. We can talk about writing and we can talk about the essays and, and stuff. Oh, we but can like, make it another episode. Yeah, because we've already talked for like an hour and fifteen yeah. minutes. That's so really a lot. I, I would talk to you more, you know, but like for the sake of, of the podcast. I mean. Yeah, sure. And I, actually, I do want to get some writing done today, yeah. so might wanna might wanna move that to the episode two. Yeah, we, we can time. we can do one like next Sunday. I don't mind. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, but good. like b- before we end it, should I read you the, my current uh, Tinder description? Oh yeah, please. 
do you have anything to say before we conclude for today? Um, so wait, you want to read the Tinder description and then close it there? Like, like say goodbye and stuff. Like, I'm okay. not just gonna close it there. Like, cause you're you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh your ass off for three hours. Oh, okay, <laughs> what's okay. what's well, I read in that it? case? God have mercy and have a good night. <clears throat> I can I can write something better than this. Just so you know, but like this was very quick. Uh, hey, no judgment. No judgment here, right? No one's no listening judgment. to this, anyways. Nobody, nobody. <laughs> God, it's hard. To, it's hard to read this. <laughs> okay. Just for context to anyone who's listening, Johannes and I are practicing something called the multi-orgasmic method. Oh, this is promising. Yeah. We'll go camping, and I'll tease you for being so bad at surviving. Late at night, I'll hold you in my arms for hours as I kiss you. I'd go down on you, slowly, and with a light kiss, my entire awareness will go into the most sensitive part of your being. We'll flow together until I lead you to your climax, once or twice, maybe three times. (laughs) You'll, You'll reach out for me, slowly, and I'll kiss my way up to you and hold you again in my arms as I enter you for hours and hours. <laughs> wow. That was right? yeah. it's an adventure. Yeah. By all by itself. Yeah. Wow. And it's actually gotten like uh, better you results. Need some pictures. Like, you need some pictures. I need better pictures. Like I like my current <laughs> pictures, but like I, I need I need better pictures, definitely. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's certainly it's gonna stand out <laughs> for, for for better and for worse. Yeah. Let's hope for the better. Yeah. You once, just you confirmed, you confirmed my maybe three skill. times. Once, twice, maybe three times. You know, I'll think yeah. about it. You know, depends on how depends on how like nice you are to me. Mm. No. What What were you saying? I confirmed all your... You confirmed my stick uh, commitment. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't feeling in the mood for 10 bucks. <laughs> Have you been reading what I've been writing? Uh, no, of course not. Of course not? <laughs> of course not. I would, I would never. Never, exactly. <laughs> I need to like dig into your essays soon enough. Uh, sure. I haven't touched them in a while. No worries. Cool stuff, man. They are a quick digest. Yeah. It's good. But all right, dude, today was nice catching Mm. up with you. Uh, In a way we can remember for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I do like this format. I do like this format very much. Yeah. You're jealous that you don't have your own podcast or like, what are you? Almost. Almost. No, but but it's um, the thing I'm doing with the essays. It's nice in terms of figuring things out and figuring how to articulate things out. But they are very impersonal in a sense. Okay. Well, whereas what you are doing is extremely personal. Well, it's almost strictly personal. Okay. So it's uh, yeah, just a different kind of insight. And it is something that I, I could see myself doing as well. But we'll see. 
Yeah. No jealousy, just uh, pondering. Just the pondering. Eventually, like once you start your own podcast and you get famous, then we'll do like a podcast called Day and Night or Night and Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it? All, all day wisdom. No, no. You, you'd be. I'd be midnight wisdom. You'd be daylight savings. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a podcast about uh financial freedom <laughs> it'd be about you know just like being uh having a zero carbon footprint and all of that stuff mm. um <laughs> i don't know how i come up with this shit sometimes man but like like seriously like uh daylight i don't know what's the opposite of midnight wisdom noon No, like something sun, something day, something light. <laughs> uh, light and yeah, let's let's end this here. <laughs> let's end this here. That's yeah, a good man. idea. Have a good we'll, day. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, we'll cross the bridge exactly, exactly. Let it uh, simmer. Cool. A uh, pleasure. You too, man. Have Take a good. Care. Have a good night. You too. Sure. Bye-bye.